Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 104. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Doing great. Good. Really How nice. was your holiday? Well, it was pretty low key. And that's oh, really? kind of good sometimes, you know, because it's the middle of the week holiday. Right. Um, we had plans before, the weekend before and the weekend after. So the kids were busy. So just decided to have a low key day and watch Independence Day. Cool. Had cool. some salmon burgers. Right on. So it, it was nice, you know. Very yeah. nice day. Yeah, Canada so. Day. Uh, the, the weather wasn't the nicest here, but, you know, it, it was a good day. It was a good day. It was nice to have a holiday. Well, I did hear on the weather that you were supposed to be in the coolest part of the hemisphere. It definitely feels like that. If my garden could talk, that's probably what it would be saying is, what the hell? I know. You don't have any of those monster tomatoes? No. No, actually, my tomatoes are looking pretty sad. So. Well, I always identify you with those monster tomatoes. Yeah, well, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, every 11 years, this kind of happens. Living out here on the West Coast, it's kind of a just in a cycle. Yeah, and well, my son said he lives in South Carolina. They're in a rain cycle here. Right. And it's done nothing but rain out there this year. It's not cold. It's hot. But it rains. And he said the first year they moved there, it was like that. And the, the, the natives told him that that happens every seven years. And he said he kind of rolled his eyes and said, okay. You know. Now, seven years later, it's exactly what's happening again. Yeah, yeah 2000 2007. So 11-year cycle out here. So yeah. yeah, that makes for a bad year. Plus, we've got volcanoes blowing up everywhere. That probably doesn't help much. I know. I know. Gosh. Well, it's better than radiation. Yeah. Like we had a few years ago, three or four years ago, you had that radiation. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of Independence Day, some people have to, you know, make themselves known. And we have this big complaint about ice all of a sudden. Right. You know, I mean, this is a soapbox. They want to do away with ice. We talked about this the other day, but since we talked about it, it has escalated. And now it is becoming, I tell you what, not much different than the civil riots back in about 68. Wow. I saw kidding? some side-by-side -side video of Portland, Oregon, and uh, very similar. You couldn't tell one from the other except for the clues. Wow. Yeah, I had no so idea. that bothers me. And we can't, how can we do without ice? Yeah, I you got to have something really in mind. we really wanting open borders? There is something nefarious about these politicians that want open borders. And I'll tell you what I believe it is. 
because most of them are from California, and I know we've talked about this before, but when you go get a driver's license in California, there's no questions asked if you're an illegal immigrant, okay? Right. You check the box if you are. If you don't check the box, you not only get a driver's license, but you get a ticket to vote, like a voter registration card. <laughs> wow. Or automatically register to vote. Now, those people that are illegal tend to vote for very far left candidates. Right. Okay? Yeah. Once they become citizens, they tend to vote very far right because they're <laughs> they're typically pretty Christian or Catholic or some people, those are synonymous. Or maybe they just um, want to protect their new home and property. Exactly. And maybe they don't want to pay that many taxes exactly. as left would have you do yeah. because well, they like to spend your money better than they like for you to spend your money. I don't know what's happening in the U.S. I mean, as far as Canada, what is happening to all the major cities is that we're having to deal with these tent cities that are popping up, which are homeless people that invade a piece of property within the city limits and they live there like they have a community and they have leaders and it's absolutely bizarre so yeah. so our current system can't deal with that and you want to open your borders well yeah i mean we have a horrible problem with tent cities particularly in los angeles which as you well know <laughs> well, there you go isn't that funny how that works yeah yeah it is funny and it, it's i i think that the reason they do not pass daca or work with the president or the republicans on daca is because when these people become citizens or are on a pathway to citizenship, they tend to be in a little more conservative. Right. A lot more conservative. Well, they're protecting now what they own and what they have. But as you know, hate is contagious. So a lady yesterday, a selfish woman, I could call her a selfish bitch, climbed to the top. No, not really. She didn't make it to the top. Climbed to the shoe of Lady <laughs> Liberty. She didn't and make it too far. Now listen she? to this. She's also a little bit stupid because she tied herself on to a vent. You know, the grate that just yeah. pops out? What a moron. So had oh, she wow. moved a little bit the wrong way, she might have been a little bit smashed on the concrete below. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, God's little way of dealing with stuff. Nevertheless, she tried to push, oh yeah, she tried to push some cops off, and anyway, she's in the Slammerugi today, but a lot of people plan on going to the Statue of Liberty on Independence Day. Right. First of all, a whole bunch of people were waiting in line while she was doing her thing in protest of ICE, because she wants everybody to immigrate to the United States. But after these people waited in line, they ended up having to close the place. You know, that's not fair. Well, she didn't even do it naked, though. <laughs> no, she didn't. She had on clothes. Well, I mean, if you're doing something like that, she did you, take you gotta off go her for the shoes. She did take off yeah, her shoes for a no. little while. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, talking about open borders, tent towns, and people living, you know, with their own culture and rules and laws, look at Angela Merkel. Now, they're going to let her keep her position, but they are not going to let her keep her immigration policy. Wow. And they okay. they told her, if you deviate, you're out. Wow. We got people that are destroying Germany. And she let them in to work. Well, most of them can't work. I think 80% of them do not know the 
language or the culture well enough to work. So they're on public assistance. Wow. So that that whole thing blew up in her face. And she was very popular before she let all these immigrants and refugees in, you know, uh, without being vetted. She was the queen, basically, and I say that with quotations, and in a nice way, of, of the European castle. I mean, Europe depended on Germany and Angela Merkel to make the right decisions. And she blew it with this immigration policy. So how much money has she taken from Soros, I wonder? And that's just all there is to it. <laughs> I think she's going to be walking down a different pathway. I don't think she has any choice. No, no. Um, unless she wants to go home and knit. Right, right. And, and uh, she doesn't seem that kind. And like I said um, before, I don't know whether we got this, you know, she was just beloved by the European Union, by Germany, and she threw it all away on this immigration policy. Well, oh well. Yeah. Okay, we've always got to get back to little Kim. Yes. Okay, there's a lot of people out there, Republican and Democrat, that say that little Kim duped Trump. I think it's a little early to say that myself, but I think that there is a lot to talk about. You brought up the other day that satellite cameras or images show that they're still producing nukes, still working in their nuclear sites. They're still doing work with ballistics. Right. And through that, you're, you're hearing generals are. Well, it's got me thinking because in a regime like that, you really don't know who's pulling whose strings. <laughs> True that. Now, we heard that little Kim fired all of his old generals. Yet, from the satellite images, we are surmising or seeing, I'm not sure which, the generals are still making the nukes. Hmm. Now, it has me asking, who's really in charge? Is little Kim in charge or is he the front man? Right. And are the generals in charge? Or is China in charge? Good point. You know, who who do the generals belong to? Little Kim or China? Exactly. That's a, that's a thought there that I hadn't thought about till now. I still think it's early in the game. Trump and little Kim have met once. According to Trump's account, it went well. I don't think you can really say it went bad. Right. Back when Reagan and Gorbachev came together and tore down that wall. You know, that didn't, we think of it as happening overnight. Like like Reagan stood up there and said, tear down that wall, Gorbachev. And he came over with an ax and started tearing it down, you know. But that was months in the making, maybe years. So I, I think it's very early in the game to say that little Kim is duping Trump or that that's a failure. Nevertheless, Pompeo left. He is to meet for a day and a half. That would be today and half a day tomorrow with little Kim and about denuclearization. Right. Well, yeah, I think it's a bit early. I mean, who knows? Who knows at yeah. this point? So, you know, and I please do not think that I I would trust little Kim further than I could throw him. Yeah, I think uh, Trump's pretty wise to that as well. And you're exactly right, because Trump is not going to make a deal like Obama made with Iran. <laughs> yeah, you know, no Trump's doubt. already pulled us out of that deal. And, you know, it, it still just boggles my mind that Obama gave them $150 billion in cash that he flew over in military planes. Wow. He made a deal that they stopped making nukes for weapons, but they could still make it for power. And then if they behaved themselves, they could make it, you know, they could make weapons in five years. I mean, that's a 
such a bad deal. Now, all of that is a really, really bad deal. Yeah, okay? I'd say. But guess what? It's worse. Oh, lovely. It came out yesterday that in that deal, he also gave 2,500 Iranians American citizenship. Wow. you got to be kidding me. No, I mean, as I'm saying it, I'm having trouble believing it. Unreal. This was reported by the Wall Street Journal. Several of those were high-ranking military dudes. Wow, that's the cherry on top of that deal. I go back to the fact that, you know, (laughs) Valerie Jarrett is Iranian. You know, Uh, did, did Obama even know the details of this? And what did Obama and Kerry get and the Clintons get out of this deal? Because it stinks up a storm. Right, yeah. What happened, I mean, has anyone looked at their bank accounts? A little bit of an ulterior motive there. This stinks so bad, I can hardly talk about it without, you know, regurgitating. It's it's, it's stupid. I'd say. I I don't even understand how you can call that a deal. I I don't either. I don't either. That's just like giving away the farm. What did we get out of this deal? 2,500 Iranians. That's what you got out of the deal. (laughs) Somebody got something. Nobody makes a deal and gets nothing. In fact, we got kicked in the ass. That's what we got out of this. But I still say somebody got something. It wasn't wasn't the American people. Sounds like a deal Trudeau would make. It does. But Trudeau and Obama, they're they're buddies. They're buddies. Maybe that's what they were doing in Montreal that day in that coffee shop and that dark corner there chatting up a storm. Maybe they were comparing how many billions they've given away. Well, yeah, and when they give away billions of dollars of public money, what are they getting? Because I am having a hard time believing that they're just doing it because they're just nice guys. No, okay? I'm pretty sure Uncle Soros is uh, fattening their bank accounts. Exactly. Somebody has, and Soros usually is at the end of that, or the Clintons. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think it's only 10 to 12 million I think it's a lot more. Yeah. Oh, this uh, this Iranian deal, it's a lot more. I assure you. Wow. I assure you, Aaron. I'm a believer in fate, and someday we will know the truth. I mean, I, I hope I'm still alive. I hope it doesn't take that long, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it, it will come out. Hey, you mentioned before uh, about Michael Cohn. What's happening there? Well, you know how he would take a bullet for the president? No. Well, let's refresh this. Michael Cohn was the one of the president's lawyers, and he's the one that paid off Stormy Daniels. Stephanie Clifford is her real name, who said that she slept one time in, I believe it was 2006, with the president. He wasn't, of course, the president, nor was he a candidate. Right. Uh, supposedly, his wife was pregnant at the time. To me, that's their problem, okay? Yeah. You know, him and his wife, you know. Nevertheless, they raided his offices and apartment or hotel room. I guess he kind of lived sometimes at a hotel. I don't know. Nevertheless, he would. He said he wasn't going to fold. He hadn't done anything wrong, and that um, his business with the president was going to be kept that way. Well, the other day, he said that his wife and child came first, then the government. I mean, or then the country, excuse me. And he sort of did not compliment the special counsel, but 
used words that rhetoric that was kind. Right. Okay. Now, if somebody has your neck in a noose, you're you're better off to speak kindly rather than to call them names. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's where we stand. Hmm. I, does this mean he has something on the president? Of course, you've got media outlets out there saying that you know he's going to give them the smoking gun. Trump will be impeached. Maybe he'll go to jail. You know, oh boy, they just got all this stuff going. You know, there's nothing really to suggest that. Well, I'd like to know if any of the evidence whatsoever, if he does have it, if it's even admissible in court, because this was part of the Russian collusion. So if it it has nothing to do with Russia, it should have nothing to do with anything. Well, and whatever happened to attorney-client privilege? Absolutely. I mean, to me, if he gives up any information, whether it's worthy of impeachment or jail or whatever, about the president as a client, and we do know that the president had him on retainer, can the president turn around and sue him? I'd imagine so. And and when? I'm talking about ruin him. Yeah. And does he get disbarred for giving away that information? So then you you lose your ability to make money as an attorney. (laughs) Yeah. Because in Missouri... I assume in New York, it's the same. To violate attorney-client privilege is grounds for disbarment. Yeah, absolutely. Which means you're no longer an attorney. Exactly, yeah. So I think that the details, or as they say, the devil is in the details here. Yeah, well. Because I just don't think he can do that. No, I don't think he can either. Now, the Supreme Court appointment right. has become a crazy thing. Yeah, definitely. From both sides. Too. Oh, my gosh. Yes, from both sides. Yeah. The president really can't win on this issue. If he puts a real right-wing guy in there, he loses some even Republican support because it's all going back to the abortion issue. Right. That's what everybody's fired up about. If he has somebody a little more like Kennedy, that's the middle-of-the-road guy where you don't know if he's going to go right or left on an issue, he's going to go with the Constitution, then you lose some right-wingers. We know that you've lost the left on everything. I mean, just... Throw that part out the window. Right. But truthfully, we need to sort of look at the situation. Roe versus Wade made abortion legal at a, you know, on a federal level. And I will tell you that that case came out of Rolla, Missouri, which is 90 miles from me. Right. Of all the crazy things, because it's <laughs> not a very big town. Abortion is a very strange topic. It's a very personal topic. However, when Roe versus Wade was upheld, there was like some fruity law business going on Hmm. at the Supreme Court level. Now, I'm right wing. I don't want to get an abortion. I never did. But I certainly wouldn't want to make it illegal. Right. Okay. I am representative probably of about 70% of the Republicans. I also believe that science says that a baby is a baby at conception or very soon afterwards. Okay. I still don't want to make it illegal. Tell you what, I had a friend die in high school. Beautiful, smart girl, self-inflicted abortion. Oh, geez. Women will get abortions. Wow. Okay. If they want an abortion and if they're scared of having a baby, they will get an abortion. The trouble is many will die. Yeah, that's the reality. You know, and although I don't have daughters, I could. I 
would not want my daughter dying. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Most Republicans feel like that. They don't like abortion. Um, some of them even believe it is against the religion. Mine really isn't that much of a religious belief as much as it's just, I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a personal thing. It, it is a very personal thing. Yeah. I do not believe that a new justice is going to go in there and be such a radical activist that he is or she is going to tear down Roe versus White. Yeah, the first thing they're going to do, upset the apple cart? I don't think so. Really good point. So. Really good point there. And what I do hope we do is get a justice that wants to honor the Constitution, yeah. not a political <laughs> party. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? I mean, I believe in the Constitution is almost divine to me. Yeah, it I should believe be. the forefathers were amazing. I mean, think about the things they thought of that had never happened yet. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a bunch of hogwash. Abortion is a topic that we can never get right. It really doesn't matter. It's never going to be right. Yeah. Love it, hate it. Right now, the way it sits right now, except for some of these places that have have approved late-term abortion, I believe it's the best it can be. And and that's far from perfect. Yeah. Well, at least people have a choice. Be it a personal exactly. choice, it's their choice. And a dirty alley, to me, is not a choice for a 17, no. 18, 20-year-old. No. And speaking of dirty alleys, our tariffs kicked in yesterday on July 4th. <laughs> How symbolic <laughs> is that? Yeah, actually, it was July 1st. It was Canada Day that the tariffs kicked in. So pretty much everything that we get from you guys has a 10 to 25% uh, tariff on it. So, well, you know, everybody's filling the squeeze. I mean, the stock market people kind of like it in a way. By today, last week, it was upsetting them. But, you know, you're talking steel right now is up 25%. Hmm. Now, I don't think the short term is what's important here. I think the long term is important. Now, when I say long term, I don't want the short term to turn into long term. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's kind of like little Kim. It's a little too early. Everybody's pulling up their shirt sleeve and showing their little muscle, right? right. I, I I don't know how it's going to turn out. I still think it's going to be more positive for the United States in the end. I think that we were at a disproportionate level. I don't necessarily think that, though, with Canada. So I, I'm kind of sad that Canada, Mexico, and a couple of others got thrown in this mess. Because I really think this is about China. Well, it kind of is, because the whole thing was about the Chinese steel coming through Canada and into the U.S. Well, true. That's true. So, I, you know what? There, yeah, I, I would say Trudeau's a little bit uh, to blame, because he didn't stop that from happening, apparently. Who knows what the real story is? I, I'm just guessing, and going with what I know or would have... I, I've looked into. But what it's done here is it's uh, caused a big advertising campaign to buy local and buy Canadian. And yesterday there was uh, pictures of like in a grocery store where Heinz ketchup used mm -hmm. to be. Oh, really? Yes. Holy moly. So That's serious. Yeah, this is uh, this this could be pretty serious for sure. Uh, this is going to hurt a lot of people. A lot of people. Nobody wins in these, these wars. And as far as I know, NAFTA talks aren't even happening. 
So I yeah. think I think what's going to happen is Trudeau is going to make a, a direct deal with Mexico, and most of the products, you know, like oranges and things like that, and tropical stuff from the southern part of the the northern hemisphere. Uh, I think we're going to be you know upping our deals with Mexico. That's what I I see happening. Interesting. Well, I think it is. It's complex at the very least. Oh, yeah, we can uh, agree there. I mean, it's much more complex than I ever thought it was. I admit that I was pretty naive till this tariff thing started. Yeah, it's, uh, we definitely have to agree. It, it's a head scratcher. Like, this goes deep. No, we do agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't always agree. Nope. But life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.